N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain or shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 353 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY Underground. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And SGR. What up? What's going on, fellas? How are you, much? How you? How you feeling, bro? Happy uh-huh. birthday. Okay, that was yesterday. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy belated. Okay. I went to a Greek. I went to a Greek restaurant once, and that was the. uh, I don't think it was Greek. I think it was uh, Mediterranean, and that Uh was the how they sang the Happy birthday to you. You know, Greece is in the Mediterranean, right? Yeah, but it wasn't like your typical Greek restaurant, and you know the difference. Don't play dumb. Do they? do they serve lamb? Uh, of course. It's Greek. Okay. Okay. Was your waiter named Stavros? Uh, could have been. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, seriously. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, happy birthday, bro. Big 4 dude. Yeah, Don't we may. Don't downplay it. Don't downplay it. Hey, you, what do you want me to say about it? I'm 40 now. Uh-huh. Does anyone have the chat up? Are we I was, oh, yeah. Let me pull that up, pal. Are we getting happy birthdays? Yeah, where are the birthday messages? Like, okay. and subscribe. Okay. So, the last time. I was in my okay. mid-20s the last time the Yankees won a World Series. So that's Oh, just... my God. That's fucking disgusting. Whoa. When you put it into context like that, man. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Is that for real? 2009 so that's i was uh i was 26 you were a baby <laughs> 26 so yeah so i was in my mid-20s i'm now 40 the last time the yankees won a world series all right yeah got some got some b-day wishes that's scary dude medina mark ferraro that is so, scary, uh, man. yeah i mean what we're doing here tonight and if anybody uh, uh i don't have to chat up but thank you everybody i it was, uh, has wished me a happy birthday. I had a great day yesterday. Took the day to just stay home with my daughter, which is exactly what I wanted to do on my birthday. Uh, and just spent some time with, with her because she's the most important person in my life. And, you know, 40, yeah, 40 think. is 40 is what 40 is, man. Like nothing has really changed other than now. I, I don't know. It just feels weird to think about it, but it's this is 40. This is 40. All right. So uh, nothing's going to change on this show. We're still going to land based the New York Yankees because this is uh, this is Yankee fan therapy. Normally, this happens after they get embarrassed in a postseason series. But this year, they didn't even get that far. No. Uh, the season ended for the Yankees on Sunday. And before we get any further, if you're in the chat right now, live on NYYU, please like the video subscribe to the channel okay and if you're listening uh on apple podcast leave us a five-star rating and review oh, okay that okay that could be your birthday present to me okay let's get a rating up from these trolls that have uh what do they call it review bombed us yeah you could call it that dude jerk offs anyway call it that. okay so uh the season ended sunday the yankees lost who cares but they finished 
Guys, they finished with 82 wins, making it 31 consecutive seasons, finishing above yeah, 500. Hang it up. Hang up that banner. Hang the banner. So unbelievable. Crazy. I knew I knew it. I knew he'd get away with it. Doesn't matter. Nothing was going to change, right? Same old, well, same I guess, old guys. Uh, well, well, and uh, next week was supposed to start the uh, yearly keep them dumping polls, but we have one that we're doing at the end of the show today because I felt that uh, waiting another week would just be silly to yeah. for, on this guy. And uh, <clears throat> special shout out to Sophia, who's uh, staying up late to watch the show tonight. Okay. She's going to be cranky at school tomorrow, but she's watching hey, us right now. It. Okay. Your uh-huh. niece or cousin? Cousin. cousin okay. Niece? Cousin? Uh, okay. cousin? Yeah, I okay. guess. I okay. 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 She's like uh-huh. niece age, but okay. she's technically okay. cousin. Exactly. All right. So, okay. <clears throat> inappropriate behavior uh, will it will still happen tonight, even though we have young children watching. Absolutely, it's okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> normally fan therapy is to for us to let the raw emotion of the break of the elimination out. Now, it's going to be a little bit different this year because the Yankees have been out of it for months. For, for, months. Uh, for me, it was the game in Miami mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. they when they blew the game when Clay Holmes was, uh, you know, when Clay Holmes blew that game. That was the official, yeah. like, we're done here. Uh, yeah, it was expect- August 13th. Okay, and today, you know, in this, yeah, so exactly, August 13th, the season ended on October 1st, so you can do the math on that one. It was about seven weeks where you kind of figured that they they didn't have any realistic shot of uh, making the postseason here. So a lot of the a lot of the emotions have been spent already in the uh, in the weeks on this show because there was not really a lot to talk about. There's not a lot. There wasn't a lot of positives to to discuss. I mean, since then, just before we 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 just bury this wretched bitch of a season, uh, the positives from that moment on, I guess, are really what twofold, two and a half fold. Aaron Judge had just showed you one healthy is the the best. I mean, it's either him. What do you want to say, Ronald Acuna Jr.? I mean, those are the two. He's up there. He went healthy. He had two three. Don't fuck him. Okay. A two three run, two three home run games in that span. I mean, the guy's he's he's Aaron Judge. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've we got to see those those couple of moments from him. Obviously, Garrett Cole finishing the season off strong. Uh, cementing, in my opinion, the Cy Young Award this year uh, in his last start, complete game shutout. I mean, I don't know what else the guy needed to do to to prove that he was the best pitcher in baseball this year. Maybe, I mean, if you, you want to say Snell is, okay, it's, he's the best nah, pitcher. it's not Hand, Hands down, no one touched him in the American League no. this year. So, right. I mean, it shouldn't be – there should be no um, – what's the word I'm looking for? There should be no – Anxiety when the when they read the vote off, you know, when they do the award for this, it should be Garrett Cole yeah. and a fucking landslide. And give me, yeah, I take that back though. Snell did have an awesome year, but that innings, the innings pitch was a, a huge difference. Uh, I think like a twenty inning difference, so that's huge. And uh, the other thing is over, that that's over three games, yeah. really. So yeah, he had one hundred eighty innings pitch, Blake Snell, and I think Cole ended with what two hundred nine. 
So yeah, to finish this second to last yeah, start with two hundred right on the nose. So yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So he he threw almost thirty more innings. And um, <clears throat> the now. excitement we got from watching the Martian, I guess. Yeah, but that yeah was that kind that of... was fun. We got a super chat here from Rich Squires. Okay, Rich Squires, good name, okay. dude. Good name. Rich, you should be Rich. A, you should be an uh, author or for the journalist. for the Inquirer. Yeah, Rich Squires. Stevie Cohen has a bigger sack than Hal by firing his gun and manager. Mm. His gut firing his gun. Real quick before we uh, did go you any further on the Yankees? Does he... Did you hear about Epler? Yeah, he resigned. Oh, he did resign. Well, oh, there's investigations going on. Is that why he resigned? I'm imagining so. Apparently, according to C Cuck Martino, uh, Epler's under investigation for uh, doing a little fugazi things with the injured list. Hmm. Something we suspect of the Yankees here and there, but there are there are different you know, stipulations around just throwing guys on the injured list. I'm sure it's easier for some guys to get caught than others. Yankees seem to be pretty good at it, but seems to be a little tomfoolery there over in, in it Queens. says here in the NY Post, in a stunning development, Billy Epler resigned Thursday as Mets general manager amid an ongoing Major League Baseball investigation into alleged improper uses of the injured list. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what was going on there. Guess what? He was just saying people were hurt. I mean, that's that's everyone does that. Everybody does that. We all, yeah, yeah that's we all not... know that. Like they, the Yankees needed a roster spot for Jason Dominguez, and magically Billy McKinney's back just started yeah. to. Hey, maybe it's in the name, Billy. So, uh, back to the super chat. Does this guy has this guy firsthand seen that Steve Cohen's are bigger than House? Has he firsthand maybe. seen this? Would you, we might have to do an investigation. No, what? I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Dude. So, yeah, Hal's not a billionaire. I'm not gonna go there. Gonna go there. Hal's cheap. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because <laughs> if you're gonna make a wild statement like that, you know, you should have some sort of proof. You know, you're calling the man's the guy's manhood on on the line here. Right. All right. We got another super chat in the in there from our boy Ra. Ah, uh, what's up, uh, bro? Fellas, uh, fellas. If the Yankees lose out on Yamamoto, would either of you? Consider Blake Snell or a reunion with Monty. Um, I don't know. I mean, Blake Snell had success in the AL East. I don't know. They're going to need. They're going to need pitching. I. I don't think Blake Cashman's going to back. I was going to backtrack on on Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. Blake Snell is the typical guy you overpay for that comes here or goes anywhere on a big contract and it just falls apart immediately. Uh -huh. I just don't see Blake Snell coming here it, with the amount of money you're going to have to pay him. I, I just don't see him coming here and being anywhere near the Cy Young guy he was this year. Yeah, his contract's up. He, he was on a five-year, $50 million contract, so you expect that he's going to want another five-year deal. How old is he? He's uh, oh good. No, he's 30. He's 30. So, yeah. Uh, interesting. He's 30? Yeah, he's right. 30. Oh. 30 yeah, year olds, I, I don't know. 30-year-olds are born in the 90s. Okay. True, yeah. true, true. He's seen all the Yankees winning seasons. Okay. Uh, this year, okay, um, I don't really – I don't really know what exactly – 
we where where we should start other than to to say this right and i guess everybody just take a few minutes i'll start here and just everybody just take a couple minutes uninterrupted and just like get your feelings out about what this season meant and you know whatever wherever it takes you it takes you right so you know i guess the my biggest takeaway here is just how This this season was so much worse than anything that I that we've experienced in my lifetime. Right now, technically, I was alive for the the putrid nonsense of the eighties and the, right before Buck got here. But you know, I was a baby. I was a kid. I don't really remember it. If you want to take away the years the Yankees didn't make the postseason, right? And and since uh, ninety ninety three, right? You want to take this run here from when they they've won all these consecutive years, 31 straight years of winning records. You want to take the years that they didn't make the postseason and look at them, right? Okay, 2008, you know, we had the we had the old stadium. We were saying goodbye to that, so you were emotional about that. You were kind of almost like, you know, whatever. You had the hope, you know, the new stadium coming, so it kind of washed that, that away. Gosh. And then 13, you know, you were saying goodbye to Mo. 14, you were saying goodbye to Jeter. So these these seasons, as as they went on, you know, you look at some of the names that were in the lineup slot in those years. They were, yeah, I, see. I, mean, I mean, Jesus. Oh, oh, eight had had a decent lineup, and they finished 89 and 73 that year. You still had Matsui, Melky Cabrera, Johnny Damon, A Rod, Jeter, Cano, Giambi. Molina was behind the plate, and then you had Bobby Abreu out and right. But then also you had Xavier Nady, Wilson Betamy, an old Posada, a young Gardner. Wilson Betamy, all right. Mm-hmm. I use him all the time. Jelly Duncan, play. Cody Ransom. Wilson Betamy, it's like a yeah, go-to a good, player. He's yeah. a go-to player for me. In the great Richie game. Sexton. Oh, that was that, that was that was stellar, right? So <clears throat> even though. You know, 08, you wanted to watch all these games because you knew you were never going to see another game. 2013, you kept watching because you knew you were never going to see Mariano Rivera pitch again. 2014, you kept watching because you knew you were never going to watch Derek Jeter play again. 2016, you know, the Yankees, they sold, but then they kind of got hot and you were you you were clinging to this next group of guys. You know, when Judge came up and Sanchez and Tyler Austin – so, you know, and there was a little bit of hope there. Didn't they force retirement out of A-Rod, too? So you were still watching with that? They forced retirement out of A-Rod. Remember, they, there was a big thunderstorm during his pregame ceremony that they had to cut it short. Um, So those seasons had kind of like these distractions, right? And the Yankees, you know, they were. But what I take away from this season more than anything is just how uninteresting this team was and how uninterested I was in watching this team. Now, please spare me the, the nonsense of you're not a real fan. You didn't know I, that TV was on every single day, every single day. I put the game on now, granted, if they were in a playoff race come seven o'clock, am I in the backyard playing with my kid? No, I'm in the house, but now Okay, seven thirty, eight o'clock, and then we go inside and we'll put the game on. That's a, that was a difference this year that you weren't rushing 
to go watch the game. There was no need to go rush the game. And not and you didn't even care if you missed the first three or four innings because I can guarantee you, you knew exactly what was going to happen. The Yankees weren't going to get a hit until about 8.30, 9 o'clock. That is the difference between this year and those previous. There was nothing, especially after Dominguez got hurt. What were you watching this team for? Other than the fact that you are sick in the head, addicted fan, like we all are. There's, mm-hmm. There was nothing that you could cling to and hope. The only times I got even remotely excited in the final month after Dominguez, in the final, what was it, three weeks or whatever it was, after we found out Dominguez was going to miss the rest of the season, is I wanted to see Garrett Cole pitch. I got into this Cy Young thing a little bit, and normally – I don't really care too much about these types of things, but A, it's Garrett Cole, and you all know how I feel about Garrett Cole, and B, you needed something to cling to to keep you you just even remotely interested in this season. The Yankees were just, they were just boring, and this this when they got eliminated, man, it was just like, uh, okay. Like, you didn't, I felt nothing. Like, I remember, like every year, the even last year when the Yankees got when they got swept, right in Game Four, you knew you knew going into that day that they weren't going to win the series. You knew after they didn't, you know, they lost Game Three and Boone pulled Cole in the fourth or fifth inning, whatever the hell he did. You knew you knew the series was over, but still the finality of when Aaron Judge made that final out, you still you that that depression sinks in. It was just none of that this year, and. And you could say, well, that's a good. No, it's not. I don't like that. I don't like not feeling that for this baseball team. I don't like not feeling that. No, Grant, I don't want to feel it. I want to have the joy of winning a World Series, but I don't like that that feeling that that you you reserved yourself to this for almost two months that this was coming. That there's no heartbreak involved because that's how bad and boring and uninteresting this team was. That was that. That is what made this season so. Pathetic is the word. It was just for two months you sat there out of basically out of habit that you put the game on and watched it. No emotion involved. You know, your heart's not beating fast if the Yankees are down a run in the ninth inning and the tying runs out second with two outs. You're, you know, if they get it, if they get the running, great. If they don't, you go to bed. It's the, you, you felt nothing. The fact that you felt nothing for this team for nearly two months, I don't like that. That is not what I, I expect out of this team. That's not what I want out of my fandom. I don't know how people live their lives being fans of teams that do this to them every year. I, that, that is the big, that's my biggest thing of, of, from, from this season. It's just how I felt nothing. I felt nothing for this team this year. Uh, I can't go too deep into mine because I know the latter part of this episode is going to touch on a lot of what I have issues with, but I'll use this analogy. Okay. You're a young kid. You're a school-aged boy. You wake up in the morning and you have a caretaker. Okay. A little nanny action. She lives with you. And you wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning, and your nanny wakes up at 6, pours your bowl of cereal, pours the milk. And by the time you wake up and get down there, it's soggy. Right? And every day, you keep waking up. And you eat that cereal, and it tastes like shit. And it's soggy. 
And every day you tell your mom you need a new fucking nanny because the nanny doesn't realize that she's just not running things properly around the house. And your mom just looks at you and says, honey, tomorrow it'll be better. Tomorrow the cereal will taste better. After a while, you're going to wake up and just say, fuck this, man. I don't even care about the cereal. I don't want to eat the cereal because the same fucking idiot who keeps pouring it an hour before I wake up isn't going to change. And you're not willing to change it. So my point here is it has nothing to do with what this team did and everything to do with the fact that my heart is completely gone because they're they're selling us the same thing over and over without willing to change. It has nothing to do with the players here. I'm, I'm sure that's a huge thing that needs to be addressed. The structure of this team needs to be addressed. But the people pouring that fucking cereal are not changing. And we're expecting a different result over and over and over again to a point where we know what's coming, whether it's game four in the ALCS getting swept by the Astros or whether it's August, whatever the date was that you said, Rye, when they played Miami mm. and got their and got their brains bashed in in the ninth. It doesn't matter to me anymore. And that's really, it's concerning. Yeah. I, am a, yeah. I am a disgusting fan. I have loved this team so much my whole life. And I cannot explain how detached I am from everything that this team has done in the last couple of years. And this year just put just put a cap on it. Uh, I again, we're going to get into more of what I truly want to talk about in a little bit. But it's not just the result anymore for me. It's the fact yeah. that nothing right. is changing. No one is being held accountable again, yeah. again. There's only so many times I'm going to sit down and believe in a team that keeps promising me the same thing, that things are going to continue to get better. When I know, because I've said this, and you can go back to 2017 when we started this podcast and listen to all the episodes through, for all the times I've said, under this regime, nothing will change. Nothing is going to get better. So if I knew this back then, why am I going to continue to lie to myself now? I'm not doing it anymore. Will I put the TV on? Will I still watch every pitch? Of course. But I just don't care anymore. I'm not going to be made a fool. I'll be made a fool up to the point of that I will always love this team and I will always support this team. But if you think I'm going to sit here and play dumb and say this team has a chance, I'm done. I've been saying it for years now. With Cashman running the show and their, their unwillingness to hold anyone accountable, nothing will change. Whether it Again, whether it's the ALDS, whether it's a wild card seed, whether it's August 23rd, whether it's game seven of an ALCS next year, it doesn't matter. This team isn't going to do it. They are not. And if I'm wrong, it will be the happiest thing I'd ever be wrong about. But I don't know. All the evidence is pointing in my direction, and I've been saying this for years. So 
Yeah, because they've been saying this for years. They've my been doing issue, yeah. for years like this. My issue is not necessarily where this team ended. It's where it's headed. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I can't say that I my heart's there anymore. That's fair. Uh, before I add a little bit there, we do have another super chat from Big Jeff, Jeff J, NYYU fam. I watched the Yankees in the stadium 15 games a year from 83 to 2010. We watched a lot of Donnie and not much else until the core four made it better. Trash man ruined what Stick Michael built. This is the bottom. Very well said, Jeff. Can't disagree. And how I no. do I do technically disagree? What did how did he ruin Stick Michael built? I mean, I think they took the core four as far as they possibly could. He has just not had has not. Well, been I guess maybe the momentum, build. the momentum. He's, that he's just Michael. not been able to build his own core, is what. Right. I guess you could yeah, say he did. He right. Yeah, he he wasn't able to. Well, really, that. the better way to articulate it is that he didn't carry the legacy of how this team was structured and built after mm. George Steinbrenner was gone. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know, man. You guys, you guys hit a lot of the points I was thinking of making. It really was that disconnect this year. It it was the last two months of the year we weren't really as into it because you just knew that it was kind of heading in the direction that it ultimately headed. Uh, you know, I uh, Chris, your point with how you know the lack of accountability that they showed all year it just became so much. It became so frustrating. You would just. You'd watch these games and you'd watch the press games, uh, press conferences after. It's like, damn, how do they really do they really believe this? It was that dilute that delusion that they kept pushing out at us and that kind of like victim mentality of of blame, blaming every everything but themselves was was really it was like the last thing I really wanted to hear again this year because it's been it's been years now of this where it's they come up with reasons why they didn't get it done whether it's the the Astros cheating whether it's Ben and and LeMahieu going down it's uh, whether it's the fans booing uh it's just there's there was way too much of a lack of accountability and it was really eye-opening this year because it looked like they were heading into a direction of being like every other team and not the team that we all fell in love with the team that you know is the Yankees is the Yankees and everybody else and they stopped buying into that for some reason. It was that was the way it was growing up with this team up until 2010, really. It was with, with Jeter. It was it was if you don't win it all, it's not it's not a successful season. But they're finding success. They're hanging up banners that they've won uh, they've gone over 531 straight years. Think about that. I mean, it's the Yankees and they're celebrating winning uh, eight oh, more than 81 games this year. It's just that's not what I want. That's not the banner I want to hang up. And if it's not the World Series, then it's a failure. And for them to not kind of push that mantra this year and to kind of push it back a little bit saying, man, the league's super competitive. You know, we just want to make it. We just want to get in there. And then if you get in there, anything happened? No, that's not that's not the Yankee way. So I think really this year they solidified that they are drifting away from what made me fall in love with the Yankees it's just that winning mentality I mean yeah they always they backed it up for a lot of a lot of years but not since 2009 they haven't backed it up so it 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 just changed not to cut you off but just Mm -hmm. to bring up a point that you've been saying for a while and I think it it really hits home on what you're saying is it almost see you you you've been saying for a while now it seems like the Yankees put the uniform on and just assume that they're that it's greatness and it's like 
they kind of think that the rest of the steps are just going to follow in place just because they have pinstripes on. Mm. And it's like when it's been this long, you start to realize that like, it's not just, you you don't just put pinstripes on and, and fucking rainbows and butterflies fucking shoot out of your ass. You got to right. go out there and, and live earn up your stripes. to, yeah, man. And it's like people, it's almost like they don't feel like they have to earn their stripes anymore. Yeah, that that's that's a great way of looking that's at what, it. No, it, that's not my. That's what you've been saying. Yeah, no, I yeah, no, and that's that that's that's yeah. I'm I'm just complimenting myself, I guess. But um, no, it's just that is, and it's and it's like the approach. It doesn't seem like they're having as much fun when they are having fun. It seems like it's at the wrong times to be having fun. Um, I don't know what that's all about, but it just it seems like they're just not that team and i know i said this a few times now that i felt i like i just loved their winning mentality of just if you don't get win it all it's it's a bus of a year and they just they've they've gone away from that as far as this season goes I, there's not much there's not much to touch on how many times did they put out a lineup that you were just absolutely disgusted with aaron judge showed that he is the most valuable player on any team just by not play, being able to play there was not one circumstance this year uh in baseball where one guy make such a drastic difference other than Aaron Judge so for for him to show us that again I mean he had over four he had an over 400 on base percentage this year 37 home runs 75 RBI and and with with two less months than everybody else so he he was awesome so that was good again though kind of it's like a bittersweet type of thing because you're like damn we just wasted another a another year of that and you waste another year of having someone that I've never seen before in Garrett Cole. So that's really, he's the one guy I want to just touch on that. You know, he, he made this season entertaining this year. Garrett Cole deserves a lot of credit for, for keeping my interest for, for the entirety of the year. Cause I, I, I look forward to watching him pitch every single time, regardless of, of mathematics of when they were eliminated or whatever. And it's kind of like the one positive you can say about them not making the playoffs is that Garrett Cole season is over. He will go in the books as having one of the greatest regular seasons for a Yankee pitcher ever. And there's no doubt there's no postseason clunker that he's going to throw in there. That's going right. to, that's everyone's going to talk about it's over. His season's done. I know it's a shitty way for, for that to come to fruition and you would have loved to have seen him really solidify himself as having the arguably the best season ever for Yankee, if he was able to continue this and sustain it in the postseason, but not being able to see that and at least put closing the book on Garrett Cole. And you could say right now that he had the best regular season I've ever seen a Yankee pitch that that's pretty awesome. Um, But yeah, ultimately just a terrible disappointment awful season i hate that i watched them as a bat as background noise this year i wasn't really as engaged at all yep. even if even if even when they were winning though i wasn't engaged really that much either it just wasn't that disconnected it was it was more so than ever i don't know if it's because i'm just a year older and i got my own life like i'm dealing nope. got more responsibility or whatever but like man i just could not get into it this year they know. did that. To, I mean, they did that to themselves, yeah. bro. I like, mean, look at the trade deadline, man. They didn't make a friggin' move at the trade deadline. Yes, they did. Oh yeah, Mid- Middletown. <laughs> but like, come on, dude. You're not gonna even make a move. You're not even gonna sell. You're not even gonna do anything. You're gonna stand packed with the team you had, and that's and another example of their ju- delusion. And, yeah, and then you're gonna justify it by yeah. Some no, we trust. We, we believe to, these guys. Right. Screw you. 
screw you that and that was that was one thing you, you always as a fan you have your opinions and whatever i feel like this year more than ever the fan opinion was so glaringly more accurate than the fucking yes. front office's opinion and it, like, that shouldn't happen i shouldn't be outsmarting the yankees general manager i shouldn't be making points that make you go see i told you i was right about that i shouldn't be right right yeah, I agree. And come on, dude. That was well, fucking delusion. Such delusion. The the word of this season is just delusion. It was thinking you had something that you didn't have and everyone else saw it but you. And you and you and something's got to change, dude. And this was a, a aside from the fact that uh we how we felt just so disconnected from this team is the, the organization was horribly mismanaged all year to to not do anything at the trade deadline. I don't know how you you go through that like that. I understand where the Yankees were. They were kind of on the periphery of of being in a wild card spot. But if you felt that this was the ultimate end for the season, you had to get rid of guys at that point. You know, there were apparently trades on the table for a lot of guys that the Yankees said no to. They could have traded Wandy. They could have traded Sevy. They could have traded Bader. There were guys they could have traded. They said no to. They hold on to them. So, okay. Then add, they didn't do that either. They just they just kept r- right through August first the same garbage nonsense uh, that that we watched for the first uh, for the first three or four months of the season. They did nothing until they. I I don't I don't even know what was the point of uh, anything that they did this year. You know, because we all sat there, we all knew. That you you you're not going to win games by starting guys like Franchi Cordero and Willie Calhoun and Billy McKinney and Jake Bowers, but the Yankees just continually tried them out. And I get it. Pereira came up here, looked overmatched. You know, it took Wells almost uh, an entire month before he found his 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 swing. Right? You know, Peraza got hot a little bit when when he started playing every day. But these are answers. These these might not have been the right answers, but we know that for a fact that the guys that you were playing are not answers at all. There's a reason why Billy McKinney's been on eight teams in seven years. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. You think if Jake Bowers was was this uh, lefty swinging god that the Tampa Bay Rays would have just given up on him? You know what the problem is? <laughs> what? This is our seventh, seventh annual Yankee fan therapy episode. We've been doing this for seven seasons. What's it called when a movie is it time? Is the movie's timeless? Like it, it, a yeah, movie could be up. made in 1968 yeah. and timeless. it still holds up in 2023. Mm-hmm. You would say it's like, t- it's a time, it's timeless, right? It holds up. Sure. In any decade, any year. My biggest issue is you can probably, and maybe I'm wrong, but you could probably, maybe outside of 2017, because we weren't expecting much because we were apparently going through a rebuild, right? So our hopes were probably high. But outside of, maybe you can say from 2019 on, our Yankee fan therapy episodes are probably timeless. They'll probably hold up yeah. <laughs> in 2019. If you go and listen to that episode in 2019, it probably holds up today. And that's a huge red flag for me. 
and, and with each year, and, and here's the other thing, with each year that passes and the closer you get to now this episode in 2023, the more it holds up. Like, I'm sure last year we were saying the same things. Like, Boone has to go. Cashman needs to go. Cashman probably won't be fired this year, but yeah. maybe next year. No. All the excuses. All the excuses. Yeah. No one's held accountable. <clears throat> we say the same things over and over and at some point there's a separation between being a true diehard fan and also not wanting to be made a fool and i think that naturally whether you know it or not it's not about responsibility in your life or getting older i've had kids now for how many years through all this and jack was born in 2017 i got married in 2015 and i had leah it's not that It's that with each year that passes and this team tries to just gaslight you and make you a fool that you just get to a point where you naturally are disconnected, that you just don't want to be a part of it in that way anymore. You'll support them. You'd love to be wrong. You hope that even through all of this chaos, they can find a way to do it and you want to be there for it. But the disconnect is natural because you're not an idiot. I mean, there if you really, the biggest difference from last year to this year, and Rai, you touched on this, is that we finally, I'd say, have a majority of fans that are on board where there's only a few now. It used to be half and half. And yeah. a few years ago, it was 80-20 where there were still more delusional fans. Then it was like half. Now, I'd... I can say I can say pretty confidently there are only a few now that are still delusional that don't see through all this bullshit anymore. And that's just the natural outcome. Um that that's it. But that's what you said. That's the natural outcome. All right. I'd say that's the natural outcome. You want to keep doing the same things and you want to keep telling us things are going to be different and then they just somehow keep getting worse, and yet you still are giving us the same thing. The natural outcome is more and more people are going to wake up to what's going on. It, this is going to be a very telling off season. It really is because you can you do in their positions. You can do that. You have to go not to here. You have to go to here in terms of bringing in talent in, in, in this team. And Hal's going to have to be more hands-on than he's ever been in his life, right? You listen to Aaron Judge, what he said after the game. It might have been Saturday or Sunday, I don't remember at this point. Whenever he was, when he, when he did all his talking, yeah, he's going to talk to Hal. He told the he told reporters he's like every year that you talk to me and we're not celebrating a championship is a failure. You know, he's gonna he's got he he's got some ideas on how to uh, improve the organization. He doesn't think that there there's a sense of urgency in the team. Right? These are all things that he said. What is going to be done to change that? What did Hal specifically sell Aaron Judge on besides a boatload of money? To get him to come back here. And now this is the year where Hal really has to cash in on what he sold Aaron Judge. 
And it's not, I know people are going, well, he got paid 90, 300. No, it, I'm telling you, he promised him something beyond being captain, beyond the money. There was something said to him. What is, now it's time for how to cash in on that. He did, he did a little bit when they signed Rodon last year. Now it's time to, to go all in. Put your chips in the middle of the table and understand that Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge are not getting any younger. You have the two premier players, two of the premier players in baseball on this team that played at the top of the sport in the last two years. You can't ask anything more from Aaron Judge than to win an MVP. You can't ask anything more from Garrett Cole to win a Cy Young, and they did that in the last two years, and fuck you if you don't think that Aaron Judge was going to win another MVP if it wasn't for that goddamn wall in, in Los Angeles, okay? What more do these two have to do for you? And you have Garrett Cole's looming opt-out. What are you going to do to keep – to? well, I, all the Yankees have to do is, is hit a button, and he's staying, right? We all know it's it's going to be a strictly business decision for Garrett Cole anyway because it doesn't make any sense for him not to opt out to get the option picked up anyway. But that's neither here. What are you going to do to make your investments pay off? You know, is there is there a number that the Yankees say, no, Yamamoto's that's too much for him? Well, why'd you fly across the world to watch this guy pitch then? If they, if you did that, then you're telling me there's no number that you won't go to get this guy in pinstripes. But don't now, how do you? What don't go you ahead. think the issue starts with what you said in the beginning that Hal needs to step in? That's not Hal's job. It he is hired, Hal's job. He hires someone to he, to. Oh, he what? Boss, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I understand that, and that's fine if he wants to say. Sky's the limit. Whatever his, I don't know what his issue is with not firing Brian Cashman. I don't know what it is now at this point because after this year and seeing how all this money has been wasted, the guy deserves to be fired. We all know this. He won't get rid of him. He's doing internal audits. He's going to watch. He's going to scout Japanese pitchers. He's doing. He's signing his own star players, but he won't get rid of the guy. Right. right? Now, if you're if you're going to keep him in place and let him do the things that he wants to do, like find a fifth starter that had a 90 array and bring him back to respectability, fine. Then do what you need to do because really, in 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 the thick, if you really think about it, how it, it was hard but also easy to be a general manager under George Steinbrenner. You knew all you had to do was go out there, spend money, and get the best players, right? So now how? If, if, if Brian Cashman's giving you pushback on it, say, no, this is what we have to do to win. You you wanted me to watch this guy. We're signing him. That's it. We don't have any left-handed power. We need Cody Bellinger on this team. Okay? If not, Brian, get fucking creative, bro. And don't bring me back Wash Donaldson. Things that have to happen. This team needs to be improved somehow. You, let me, and let me ask you a question, and I want an honest answer. Oh, Don't I give me an give answer you that your heart wants to give. No, I will not. Give, give me you. a realistic answer. Yes. Do you honestly, are you that much of a fool to believe that any of what you just said is going to happen? Uh, what, that they, they're going to sign Yamamoto? I think that's a very distinct possibility. Oh, and that, put, that makes them a World Series team? 
If it, no, that alone doesn't make them. A no, no, no. Series. What I'm saying is they are going to make all the impressive to the fucking to the moon. I don't know. I no, no, don't no. know. If, if you're saying I don't know, I then don't I'm know. Sorry. I, I just you're, you you are need, you are still one of the brainwashed. My brainwashed. <laughs> I if need to fucking see. Believe. I don't know how, how many far, more how years do it? you need to see it. How many how, more years? How? What do you mean? How many more years has it ever been this bad? It's just worse now because we're a year later. No, like it's it does been the same thing every no, no, no. year. Every if you, fucking if you're year, waiting, dude. No, it's been the same thing for us, but has it been the same thing for Hal? Yeah, has cause, it? Because guess why? Because guess why? Everyone's still here. Right. And I'm telling that I don't understand his issue with that. But when is he going is now the year that he's going to finally say, I'm going to take the reins of this thing. You can all have your jobs, but I'm going to do it myself now. Has did it get then that bad for them? him? But then why keep them? That, that I don't know that I can't answer for you that I cannot answer. I don't know why. Maybe maybe he did something that Brian Cashman saw him do that he wasn't. Look. That is the only, re- that is the only logical explanation I can come up Every with. Every year that they, the Yankees don't lose is the same thing to us, but the Yankees still. You hear the YPM talk. Same, it, same, same thing to them it, too, because it, you want to know why, Christian? Nothing has changed, and until something changes, not in not in player acquisition, oh, until something no. changes with the with the people who run this organization. I do not believe that anything will change drastically enough for them to become a World Series contender. Well, what if they get what if they get everybody that they need to get in the offseason? You don't think that they can win the World Series? If that because truly happens, here? if that truly ha- pick something over the next week by next episode, if they if the if Yankees can, sign if, Yamamoto, okay, get a, trade for a closer and trade for Juan Soto, you don't think this team can win a World Series next year? So let's do this. I'll give you a full week. I want I you to need, dedicate. I don't need a full I want week. You to I dedicate, just answered it. I want you to dedicate 20% of your days from now until our next episode. If the Yankees do that, by the end of the offseason, I will literally do whatever, whatever bet you want. I will do it, and I won't even hold you accountable to do something right, if gonna, they don't. You're going to shave your, one of your eyebrows off live on the pod. That's fine. I'll do it. I swear to God. I'll do it. Just and one, though. Fine. No problem. <laughs> you you mean to tell me that if they make those acquisitions just because Cashman and Boone are still here, you don't think that they can win a World Series? If they are going to do that shit, look, I think it goes Answer way the deep. question. Answer I, the question. I Do I think they have a better chance? Absolutely. But I think it goes beyond talent. I uh, think it goes way beyond the talent I think here. If I, think they, it goes, I think it is deep. I think it is so fucking deep that we can't even comprehend how bad – it truly is that the that the nurturing of these players, the preparation, the injuries, I think it all comes down to something in the philosophy of this organization yeah. that is that they are refusing to change. So so, yeah, do I think it gives them a great chance on paper? Of course. But I thought this team had a much better chance. We all had them winning the division, didn't we? Vegas had them as the fucking favorites. I know Vegas people... has them as the favorites every year. Okay, but what I'm saying is I know players went down, but to be as bad as they were with a Cy Young candidate leading the way. We knew that this team offensively was not very good. 
bro. We knew that they did not do anything to improve the one major weakness that this Let's team leave had. It at this. And that was the offense. I will at least be extremely impressed with the New York Yankees. And I will say I was wrong about a lot if they go on and do that. But I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. So just make the terms clear. A closer of any caliber, I'll even give you any caliber, a, a, a closer that they are getting serious with, trade for Soto and get Yamamoto. I will literally shave one eyebrow live on the podcast. That's how confident I am, Christian, that they will not even come close to that. Not no, you don't. Close. You don't think they'll do anything? I think they'll get Yamamoto. Maybe. That's about it. You just want to be living in your own misery. Is what the problem is, bro. It's not that anymore. See, that's what it used to be. Oh, that's, that's when I had heart. <clears throat> that's when I cared. I don't even care enough to want to live in my misery anymore. I don't care. This team is not going to make me a fool again. They are delusional. They are delusional. Nothing is changing. For you to even have the hope is, hey, good for you. I wish I, ha- I wish I still had it. I wish I did. I need to see what Hal's going to do this offseason. Why am I not allowed to see that? Why am I not allowed to? Because the one move that he was responsible for making, he's not going to make. And that alone puts me at I a point where I don't well, need to see anything else. Well, I need to see him just go on an absolute fucking bender this offseason and if he doesn't do it then if he gets coked up and he fucking does everything that you said you're onto something then i'm in then i'm in yeah and i'll shave the eyebrow if we we i need to see if this if he cares as much as we do because he can keep his regime in place but he has the power to make sure that the talent acquisitions are made to make this team better he has that power. Mm. He's the fucking boss. Right. Ryan, you can keep your job, but I'm re- I'm really going to be the run the one running shit now. You're the cuck now, Brian. You're the cuck. Yeah. And if he go, if we go through this offseason and Juan Soto gets traded and it's not to the Yankees and he puts a they put a, a line in the sand on Yamamoto and and they do these little ancillary bullshit things without getting a superstar, then I'll be there with you. But I want this all season. I want Hal to, to finally prove to me once and for all whether or not he's got it in him. You promise that you'll be there with me? Even yeah. after even after Boone comes on after a big loss and just says things like, We are going to start banging? When did I ever say I like Aaron Boone uh, as manager for this team? When did I say that? I'm just saying, man. You promise you'll be there with me? I'm I'm just I'm still always gonna be a fan of this team, but I will never That's, have the hope. I, never I, said I, wouldn't I, be I will fan. I'm just not gonna have hope that things are gonna ever get better. Well, I, again, kudos to you for not being there already. I wish I actually envy you because I miss that passion. I miss that hope. I'm well beyond that. I hope I'm wrong, and I again, I'm genuinely saying this. I envy that you still have that hope. I wish I still had it. And if Hal didn't leave the breadcrumbs along the way this past year, maybe I would be there with you, but he's shown a little bit of it. He's shown that he can do it. I'm giving him the offseason to show me that he is that he's morphing. It might it's morphing time. Remember watch the Power Rangers? Yeah, dude. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Good. okay. It's morphing time, Hal. Be the Let's fucking see. be the pinstripe ranger. 
Okay. Go, go, Power Ranger. That yeah, guy. Dim, dim, yeah. If you if he left it up to Brian Cashman, we don't have a captain right now. If he yeah. left it up, you, you know, he wanted somebody fired after Jamison Tyone embarrassed him. He did that. Who who else used to do shit like that? The old man. Uh, right? Old man would have done a lot the second the season was over, if not before. Right, and I'm not disagreeing with you there, but I'm telling you, Hal's left these breadcrumbs along the way that he shows that he has it in him. I'm giving yeah. him the off season. You Fair want enough. your regime in place? That's fine. If you make the right talent acquisitions, I think this team can overcome Aaron Boone as the fucking manager. I think Fair that enough. they can be that good that they can win a world. They they get the right guys in here. And they don't need superstars at every position. <clears throat> you need you need to add another superstar to Aaron Judge, without a doubt, in my mind. They have to do that. Um, there's a chat from LV. He kind of made an amendment to our little bet here. He said, you have to shave your eyebrow and do a line. Okay. You do a line of code. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> they absolutely have to get themselves another superstar to go along with Aaron Judge in this lineup. Yeah. But you don't need you don't need to you don't need to fill out this lineup with superstars. I said this when when we did the Knights of the Round Table on Monday. Give me solid, good, professional ball players that I can guarantee will play me 140 to 150 games every year. Don't need the best guys. The Yankees have a reliability problem, and it needs to be fixed. Oh, I don't even I don't need the top of the sport guys at every position. I need nope. another superstar with Aaron Judge, and I need guys that I can get that that I can rely on to be in the lineup every day. And that Couldn't was one of the more. biggest things that I was impressed with Anthony Volpe this year is that he played every single day. Right. Give me give me more Anthony Volpe's. Somebody in the offseason needs to fucking get with that kid and tell him to cut the shit. With the fucking swinging for defenses and two strikes, because that kid can he can easily with his plate discipline and his speed can easily and I know <clears throat> plate discipline kind of goes in with this, but he does have a good eye at the plate. If with with his tools, he can easily <coughs> add at least fifty Four to sixty. Old. He can easily add fifty to sixty points at his batting average next year. With a two, if he adds a two strike approach, you can call me crazy. I don't give a shit. That's my opinion. I think, I, he can, I think he's shown enough where I'm literally he's the least of my worries right now. I think that kid's going to be a very, very good player. I think he's going to be reliable and end of story. But just think about that, right? Okay. You got a guy that hits 20 home runs, will drive in 60 plus RBIs, plays 160 games, bats 250 to 260. Every reliable. Day. Reliable every day. I uh, I need my superstar with with Judge, and I need reliability throughout this lineup. And as every much day. as it pains me to say this, you know that that might be looking for a different option at first base. That might be looking for di- a lot of different options around. Absolutely around not. But Unfortunately, unless you need to say anything else further therapeutically, I think we should get to the first uh, poll good. or the yeah. only poll here. Yeah. Okay, so officially keep them and dump them starts next week. And uh, but the uh, the reports came out earlier, uh, you know, before the season even ended, I think. 
that Aaron Boone was coming back. I mean, I thought that there was a distinct possibility that it could happen, but I wasn't really banking on it happening. And I'm not surprised at all. I know when people saw that they got triggered. I mean, I, I, I personally didn't get my hopes up that way. And I don't, it's, it's aggravating to the point here where I say this all the time. Nobody in the history of this organization, 120 fucking years the Yankees have existed, nobody has gotten to manage a fifth season of this team without previously winning a World Series, and Aaron Boone is now on 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, year seven. Seven, okay? And I don't know what he has going for him other than his two best players publicly backed him. Why? I don't know. Maybe they like the guy. So, and, then, and I've been saying this, if Aaron Boone is managing the Yankees next year, which he's going to, he also has to have a hard conversation with Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner. I am managing this team the way I want to manage it you want to show me analytics before the game i'll look at them i'm not going to guarantee you i'm going to do anything with them but i'll look at them i'm a baseball guy yeah. bro do you know who the fuck my dad is do you know who the fuck my granddad is i'm aaron boone god damn it and i'm gonna i'm a third generation in the major league baseball I bang a Playboy Playmate every night. What the fuck are you doing? I need that attitude to walk in, dick swinging in the fucking clubhouse. That's the guy I want managing this. Banging. This is the guy I want managing this fucking baseball team. If he can, if he can muster up the same courage that that he got to ask out a Playboy Playmate to go and to walk in to to Brian Cashman's office and tell him I'm managing this team the way I want to. I'm going if I'm going down, I'm going down the way I got I'm gonna I'm gonna go down the way I gotta go down. Yeah. I, fine. Let me see that Aaron Boone. I don't wanna I prefer somebody else manage this team. Just prefacing that by with this. But if he's gonna be here, let me see who Aaron Boone is as a fucking manager. Not you know what I, you know not what I who Brian Cashman wants Aaron Boone to be as a manager. I suggest everyone do this. Everyone watching, if you go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, while you're there, leave us a five-star rating and review. But I encourage everyone, because I'm going to do this tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm going to watch last year's Yankee Fan Therapy. I will almost bet my life that some iteration of what you just said was said by all of us, or at least one or two of us last year. Literally, this same exact idea yeah, of if Aaron Boone's going to come back, which he's going to, he better tell Cashman, this is my team. This is it. Statistics. Again, I'm here for it. I'm sitting here. I'm listening. Not going to happen. We've been saying it year after year. What needs to happen? It doesn't. I said this months ago. If the Yankees weren't going to, because again, if you fire Boone, it's all optics, right? If Cashman's staying and Boone's going, it's for optics. And the only way you you maximize the optics is firing him midseason. That would have that would have fired up the fan base. Yankees actually care. 
whatever. That would have been the time to do it. And I said explicitly in an episode, maybe two, if they don't do it in this middle during the season, they will not do it at all, no matter how bad it gets. They will not fire him. And here I am once again, somehow I'm really not that smart. I haven't really followed the team that closely this year yet. I'm dead on yet. I'm dead on. How, how, how did I predict that? How years of practice years, years of being fucking fooled, man. Mm -hmm. Years of being fooled. Boone's coming back because guess what? They want him back guys. Spoiler alert. Nothing's going to change. Nothing. So I don't know though. If you're not getting rid of Cashman, then I don't see the point. Like you guys are saying. And on top of that, Garrett Cole came out and said he wants Boone Booney back as well. Yes, he did. I know Judge they, did. They got paid a bonus, him and Judge. I, yeah. I I hate that I'm that this is how I feel about it. But if the captain and the best hold, pitcher all right, hold on, hold just hold your are you voting right now? Oh yeah, I thought we all just did. All right, hold on, hold to that for one second. Okay. Okay, okay. pause, pause. Oh, so the the first official keep him dump him of 2023 is Aaron Boone. Okay, let's look at his progression through the years. Okay, you want to see? Okay, this? okay, okay. 2018, Aaron Boone was a 63.1 percent keep. 2019, Aaron Boone was a 90.2 percent keep. What was it in 2018? Sorry, 63 percent. Okay, now the tide's turning a little bit on Aaron Boone. 58.4 keep after 2020. And then it really the bottom that was dropped. That was COVID pity too. It was like, come on, guys, short season. Yeah. yeah, well, this is I remember saying that. I didn't want anybody fired off the COVID season. I didn't think it was a fair uh valuation. But then came 2021, the Yankees uh didn't win again, and eighty point one percent said to dump Aaron Boone. Last year, that number went up to 84.5% to dump Aaron Boone. And then this year, it's a, if the poll finished at 73.1% to dump Aaron Boone. So I don't know if more people, maybe people are just voting with what they know is, was going to happen. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what it is. Overwhelmingly, it's still a, uh, the fan base wants Aaron Boone out of here. I'll tell you what it is. It's people waking up to the true problem. So. What Christian says all the time is just even if Boone isn't the root cause, it doesn't mean he has a he should keep his job. He hasn't done anything to keep his job. But more people than ever, you can't argue this, have woken up to the fact that Brian Cashman is the true cause to all the issues, the philosophy from the top down. And I think more people that has actually caused a few more people to be sympathetic for Aaron Boone in saying that it's not his fault. I think that's exactly what happened. Okay, I'm so sick of this of this argument. Well, if you fire Boone and keep it doesn't matter. We know. We've been saying doesn't that deserve to keep his job regardless. I'm so sick of that. Why 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 if you have two problems, right? You have two problems and you can get rid of one and you but you're not going to get rid of the other. Why do you keep two problems still? Just because right. the one is a bigger problem, and that and that's the one that's staying. It doesn't matter. What has Aaron Boone done 
to show you he deserves to be manager in New York Yankees. Right. What has he done? Right. I feel like he's – I was with every – in 2018 and 2019, I was there. I, we, Booner for Boone. That was us. Yeah. And then we watched the guy progressively get worse as time went on. The tirades don't mean anything. The, I was embarrassed. I had secondhand embarrassment watching him do the mocking yeah. the umpire. I was like, this is my manager? I mean, I kind of like that stuff, I'll be honest. My manager right here? He's got nothing better to do. I mean, if I was him, I would have got thrown out way more than than I did. So I didn't have to sit there and, and watch this shit so closely. I agree with that. And this is not an original thought. Everybody says it. You can be critical without throwing your players under the bus. No. Tell us what we need, what we want to hear. Not what you're not. We all know the re. I go back to this. We all know the reason why you took Aaron Hicks out of the game on Derek Jeter night last year. We all know it. What do you think? You think Aaron Hicks is going to try to fight you in the dug in the clubhouse? If you no, he's just going to go to another paper and, and bash you anyway. Stand up for a lot of these guys, and then they take shots at you, uh, and, you know, in, in, in the paper. We all know Glaber Torres is, is a space cadet. You see something better out of him. Say it. How many times would this team make boneheaded decisions on the base paths? Oh, I liked his aggressiveness in there. No, you didn't. Yeah, no. You just said it again. We've said it a million times. I've said it over and over. You don't have, I don't expect you to go out there and throw your players under the bus. I don't want to see that. That is not a good look either. But you can still hold guys accountable. You can still say the right things. That gives us a sense of how in touch with reality you are managing this team. And what Boone fails to either realize or is so delusional he doesn't realize at all is how in his own world he is with some of the shit he says. And that has been, look, there's a lot of things to critique Boone on. I think when he first got here, he had a better sense of how to get the most out of his players, regardless of the philosophy of the team, regardless of who got injured and who came up. I think Boone had a really good handle on getting the most out of his guys. And I think that was more of the naive, you know, I'm a baseball guy doing things my own way. And with each year that he's been here, he's been more and more controlled by the top. And I think now there's nothing you can say that justifies him keeping his job, whether it be Cashman still being here or not, because I'm on board with that. I get it. But there's nothing now. And it, and the worst part of it isn't even what you're getting on the field anymore. The worst part of it is listening and watching a guy who is so out of touch with reality that you just can't understand the how the words that come out of his mouth are actually coming out of his mouth and he keeps a straight face. I mean, you have, we had, you had the best pitcher in baseball on, on, on your team this year in a tired bullpen. 
this year did we sit there and say, what What are they doing? To, why is Garrett Cole coming out of this game? Because if you look at the guys in the – you don't even know. You don't even know 80% of the guys that were in the bullpen to close out the season because they all wound up all – the, all the regular guys wound up on the I.L. Wandy Peralta got fucking Scott Proctored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Scott Proctor. Wandy Peralta probably uh, calls up Scott Proctor for counseling. Like, hey, bro. How'd you, yeah, how'd you deal with this? How'd you deal with this? Do you think he talks to Tori, too, just to get the perspective of the manager? No, it's things like that that can be controlled. You can't tell. Yeah, I mean, honest to God, bro. If you have an analytic sheet in front of you that tells you to take out the best pitcher in baseball in the sixth inning because he has 94 pitches, that and you actually follow it, you honestly somebody should just smack you in the in the face with a baseball bat right there. Just like but here's the problem, bro. Who's gonna smack him? The people who are his bosses. That's what the problem it. is. Cashman has gone on record as saying that Aaron Boone can do whatever he wants to do. But if he doesn't do it, he has to answer. If he doesn't do it and it doesn't work, he has to answer to me. Right. All you do is walk into the office and say, you dumb, bald bastard. I had Garrett yep. Cole on the mound. Yeah. He, he won six shutout innings. He gave up a fucking home run. Who cares? That's True. the right move 10 out of 10 times. True. True. Right move is not always predicated by bait. By what the end result is. You can make the right move and still have the wrong result. Just like you can make the wrong move and get the right result. Is anyone watching the halftime show right now? I'm prime. It's on my TV or whether they're doing a Buckus tribute. I thought here. that was uh John Fetterman on the oh. on the panel with them. I'm not seeing it. They're just showing video footage now. Probably like behind her. Might have been Erlacher, to be honest. Yeah, probably was. Probably was it's got a little Fetterman vibe too. It's a neck. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, so I somebody just commented on, uh, you know, when Pete tweets out the show, it says, uh, "No to Yamamoto." Right? This guy said, I, "No to Yamamoto." Too much money. Too much suggest. money towards starting pitching, and then in the very next sentence says, "Get Otani." <laughs> Well, he's technically not a pitcher this year. Wrong with everybody. What is wrong with people? There he is. Mm, it's so funny. It's hilarious. Shohei Otani on this team. I'm sorry. I might be in the minority on that one, you and I know that I, I, I don't want Shohei Otani on this team. You're crazy. Let him, I'm crazy. He wanted nothing to do with New York six years ago. Nothing. Yeah, I'll still take him. Nothing. Gimme, gimme. Gimme now. We're afraid of trading for guys because the spotlight is too big for them here. He straight up told you the spotlight was too big for him here. Yeah. Uh, we we're going to go give him half a billion dollars. <laughs> so we got to vote. Do we, even okay. have, do we even have to vote? Like, do you think we made it obvious enough? It is. Well, I don't know. Unequivocally. A hundred percent no brainer dump on Aaron Boone. I don't care what your reasoning is for keep him keeping him. You're wrong. 
wrong Gina. But but if the leader in the clubhouse, Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole are both saying that they want this guy back, I don't know. I kind of stand like I want to kind of go into a season with that with the mindset of what the players want. You know, that's the that's the guy. That's why I watch the game is for the players. I'm just you know, I'm not trying to be combative. I, I'm just asking no, a question. Go for to it. Create dialogue. If that's the case, then why not just have the player uh, a player manage the team? Hmm. It's not about it's not it's more about the fact that a manager today is considered, I would say, and a lot of others I think would say, is considered more of a figurehead, is more of like the spokesperson for the team rather than someone that's maybe in charge of the everyday operations. And if you have the clubhouse on your side, then that's a huge piece. Because when you get the locker room, that's kind of what the main I feel like that's like the main goal for a manager is to get your your get your team on your side. And it, if the captain and Garrett Cole are both saying they want this guy back, then they must have some sort of respect for Aaron Boone unless they're lying and they're just, you know, saying what they think he wants to hear to not make it awkward. And then behind closed doors, it's something else. But if they're truly saying that they want this guy back, that they that they stand behind him, that he holds players accountable, that he, you know, takes people into his office and lets them know and to you know if they need to be reprimanded on something that they did, like a, a mistake they made on the field. If if the two best players on the team are saying that, then I have a hard time of disagreeing with them. And I don't, I personally, yeah, I, I would dump him. But when you keep, when I put, when I put that perspective on it of Aaron judge saying he wants Aaron Boone back. Well, if Aaron judge wants Aaron Boone back, then I guess I would keep Aaron, uh, Aaron Boone. Is that your official vote? Yeah, I would keep him. Running developments here. Can I, before, can I just interject here before you say something here? Sure. Okay. Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole, they know. And that's the key. That's the key. And by backing Boone, they're telling you he is not the problem, is what they're doing. And you can listen to Aaron Judge talk, and he has such disdain for Brian Cashman. You know Mm -hmm. it. He should. Well, yeah, his quote, he he basically said, you know, it's he he likes the analytics. He just doesn't like how they're get what numbers they're getting or whatever and how they're getting them. That's that's a front so, office. They're in the clubhouse every day. And I know this kind of contradicts how I feel about Boone, but just listen to this. They're in the clubhouse every day. They're with this guy every day from February to October. They're with him every day. They know what he can and can't do. They know what he's told to do and what he has free reign to do. They, I, I'm not, and I don't think Boone's a bad guy. I think Boone is pro, is a good guy, and I think that they respect him as a as a person, and that's part of it. But I think the two of them also know because they're not stupid that it's not the 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 fish doesn't stink because of Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone is stinks on his own right. He's just part. Of, of what stinks, but he doesn't cause the stinking. Somebody else does. Somebody else is letting this fish rot. It doesn't mean that you don't still toss out the, the part of the fish that stinks, which is Aaron Boone. And they know that. 
So that's probably that's part of the reason why I believe that they go they they have publicly backed Darren Boone because yeah. they, you know, he's a guy that they like. He's a guy that they respect as a, as a man. He's a guy that he knows has their back and always has their best interest at heart. And they know that Brian Cashman is a piece of shit. But if if they're saying that and they mean it, then aren't they basically kind of giving the the thought of, you know, kind of solidifying the idea that Aaron Boone is not the problem? Hey, by saying I agree stuff with like that. that. I agree with that 100%. But so at then if he's not point- the problem then why waste your time and energy looking for a new manager right now when they have so many other problems and question not marks the that problem. they need to focus on? You're right. He's not the problem. He's a problem. Okay. I don't think he, I don't think he's a good manager and I would replace him, but I also understand where the two of them are coming from. I can put myself yeah, in their shoes great point. and understand great point. and understand why they have backed Aaron Boone. It doesn't mean that I'm changing my opinion of it. It's just that if they're putting their, that much faith into Aaron Boone, then I am. It is what it is. They're, they're my two favorite players on the team. And I mean, if they're going to publicly back the guy, I hope that they're fucking right. It's just that as a fan and watching this guy now manage going into his seventh year and getting further and further away from the ultimate goal even if it's a cosmetic change, I need to see the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Olive, do you care to chime in here? I think it's very fair to make that argument. And here's where I take that argument and I say it's still not enough. When I played in college, I played for a coach that everyone hated. Everyone. Yeah, I was everyone. thinking I was thinking this too. I, I they came off the year before I got there, they won a conference championship. The year I got there, we made it to the cha- to the conference finals. Guy was a dick. Not one player liked him, but he was by far the best coach I've ever played for. And I would stand behind him no matter what. Do you want to know why? It wasn't because we won. It wasn't because... You stood behind him because you liked his butt in the baseball pants? I liked his butt. I, we stood behind him because no matter what, he did things his way. The school hated it. And we got proof of that because in the championship, he did something that was so minor, but it was caught on video. And the school immediately fired him. They hated him because he didn't let anyone push him around. That's why we respected him. We hated his guts. He was a dick. He was a very tough coach. We weren't buddies with him, but he knew how to win. And he did that doing it his way. And so if I'm Aaron Judge and I'm Garrett Cole, I completely understand going out there publicly and backing the guy who you know deep down is not the problem. But let me ask you one question. If Aaron Boone went out there this year or the year before or this upcoming year and said, fuck you, Cashman, I'm doing shit my way as of day one. And the Yankees ended the first half 20 games over 500. And he continues to say, fuck you to Brian Cashman and fuck you to the analytics that you're handing me. I'm doing shit my way. Are the Yankees firing him? 
Are the Yankees firing a winning manager regardless of what he's doing against their will? Uh, Brian Cashman might. So here's my thing. If that happens, then then the proof is in the pudding for you guys. Then we know it's not Boone, right? Then your proof is right there. But if you but if you want to back your manager, I'm all for it. But in the same breath, stop being pussies, say what you need to say, and sit down with Boone and say, look, Boone, we just had your back. Now you're going to have this team's back. You, We know you have it in you to do shit your way and to make us a winning team. You owe us that now. Well, how do you know Aaron Judge hasn't said that to him? Well, fine. I'll give him that because I know Boone's going to be here. Right. So, so, so let's go with your philosophy here. Boone comes out and he does things his own way. Finally, it's not going to happen, but don't sit here, uh, judge and Cole. And I've liked everything uh, judge has said after the season in regards to everything else, but Boone, but don't sit here and and talk to the fans and tell me that he's the guy, but then not have the balls to have him have your back now in more ways than just delusional things in post games. But if that's one of the things he's talking to Hal about. Maybe, man. That would be but, great. But look, if Cashman's coming back and they're getting rid of Boone, then they're just going to bring in another ca- extension of Cashman. So it's like, hey, again, it's that waste I, of time. It's a waste of that. time. But then, we, but then why do it when you have so many other because, issues? Right, because, here's why, dude. because here's why. Because here's why. Are things going to get better with Boone doing this over and over again? If, yes or no? if have they if, gotten better? Well, n- not in this way, but if if the players are buying in and then they're they're kind of influencing his philosophies and his his approach, then that's maybe different. Something I'm can talking change. about. No, I hear you. But I just quo. don't get the point. I don't get the point of bringing there in isn't a, a new manager if you're still going to have Brian Cashman. If you got rid of there Brian Cashman, then yes, please. I don't give a shit what their opinion is Agreed. on Aaron Boone. Get Agreed. rid of all of them and clean slate and hope that you get a Sawicki, a type that's going to bring the best out of you. But you also have to consider that that's not the manager of modern baseball anymore. It's not about getting the best out of players. Hopefully it comes back one day. I think the White Sox tried it with Tony La Russa and that failed. It's because these guys make a ridiculous amount more money than their manager. Subconsciously, it's almost impossible to truly listen to somebody if you're, if you're not going to, if you're making 35 million more, I bet, I bet that's, I don't, I wouldn't know. But I bet that has to be so such a challenge to be like, why am I listening to this guy? I'm I just won MVP last year. I I make forty so million dollars. It takes a really special manager to to have control of any clubhouse. Well, it you seems think being a friend is is helping. Again, again, no. But then it's, it just goes it just back all to my goes point. Back why to have Cashman, a manager? Man. Exactly. Why? why? Because he's a figurehead. Because the role has completely been altered in the and last decade. And if he's decade. just a figurehead, then why not give another figurehead a shot while everything's because this figurehead, the this figurehead has the respect of the clubhouse. So now, if you bring in another figurehead, then Aaron Judge is going to say, "Man, they really didn't listen to a word I just said, huh? They really don't give a shit about anything that I have to say." Good. Expose then, it. So then expose you're. So, it. But then, but then you're exposing and p- creating a potential resentment, a potential bitterness that we have seen from way too many players over the last decade of building an unnecessary resentment. And that, to me, now, if you're going to get rid of Aaron Boone, you're building this this new narrative that oh man, Aaron Judge is going to clash. He wanted Aaron Boone. They didn't listen to him. They don't respect their captain. And it's just oh, it's just creating. It's creating so much more than they really have the time and energy to re- be worrying about. He's a problem, but he's not at the forefront of why this team 
finish the way they are and that why they're going in the direction they're going. So just just fucking leave it alone until you're ready to clean the whole slate. Because just one little piece isn't going to change anything. Brian, you make a very compelling argument. Grazie. Yeah, but we've made this argument before. And it's 100% right. It's 100% correct. There's no arguing it. But the point at, at right now, Brian my Cash. point. Go no, ahead. no, no. That's the thing. I get that. We've been saying that over and over. What Ryan just said is 1,000% correct. We know this. My point is maybe, just maybe, you get a guy here who, who Cashman thinks is the next Aaron Boone. But he's not. Maybe he he... Instead of instead of regressing over a five-year, six-year span, after a couple years of seeing where shit's going, he goes, oh, wait, fuck this, man. They're trying to control this? They're trying to control that? Fuck them, man. Let me be successful and let them fire me and look like idiots. Like, I'm sorry, but for me, Boone is just a fucking... He's, a, he, he's the definition of a cuck right now. And I don't want to cuck in my fucking... In managing my team anymore. You talk about respect of the clubhouse, right? I don't want respect in the clubhouse anymore. You want to know why? Because exactly the argument you're making, that mm. it's not the manager. So why should I give them the benefit of having this illusion where the clubhouse is in order? Fuck that, man. I'd rather mm. a guy come here and make it chaotic as fuck while the chaos is behind closed doors so that it's all exposed. If you're keeping Boone at this point, you are in your in your logical argument. You are one thousand percent correct. I'm not arguing with you. My point is, at this point, we know what we're getting, if if not worse, each year. So why not say fuck this? I don't care about respecting the clubhouse anymore. It's not getting me anything. It's getting me kicked out of a season in August. I don't want respect anymore. What I want is how to be so exposed. Well, let me steal a page from your playbook then. Do you really see the Yankees doing any of that? No. So then, uh, yeah, so that that's, no, that's what it comes down to. but the point of the keep, or, keep them or dump them yeah. is logically, I can't make an argument to keep Boone. I can't. Do I think it would solve absolutely anything? No. No, but if you're asking me keep or dump, I cannot make a logical argument, even if my two best players say to keep them. To keep them, even though I loved your argument, even regardless of everything else, I think that if you're going to argue, Boone, to stay, the that's, argument? The only, okay. that's the only argument okay. to have. Okay, okay, okay. Independent of Brian Cashman, do you think Brian uh, Aaron Boone has done anything to... to... You kind of cut out there, but what? I know what yeah. you're saying. I... Independent of Brian Cashman, let's take him out of the equation. Just on a surface level of Aaron Boone as a manager... Has he done anything that he deserves to keep his job? No. If you ask no, me if anything, three the opposite, years ago, I'd say yes. He came in last. They came in last place. Three, four years ago, I'd say They're yes. Second last right now, ab- in fourth, fourth place. Fourth, right. Fourth, fourth, okay, fourth. don't don't do that. Absolutely okay. not, man. Absolutely that's the point, not. and that's, that's the yeah. point. So it's a dump for me. It does. I mean, I hate that. Oh, he, he, you know, it is what it is, man. Okay. You know, there's they're like Girardi. They got rid of him. They got their pal in here and they, they get further away every year. Isn't so that maybe a great point, though, right there. 
Yeah. I, and they, I why why they get right? rid of Girardi? Because he why would you why would you get rid of a guy if you're signing this guy who keeps losing over and over and keeps getting worse in Aaron Boone? Why'd you get rid of a guy who took what was supposed to be a rebuild to game seven of an ALCS? That didn't I mean, look, in at this at the surface and at the time you can say, okay, let's give maybe he was going stale, maybe it's time. It's a new team, new manager, fine. But now you keep signing a guy who keeps failing worse and worse. And you look back to that after 2017, you say, hmm. And they didn't sign the guy who got him the closest they've been since. The stars didn't align on that because they should have gotten rid of Girardi after 2016 and just started the new regime with a new manager. They should have. There's nobody happy. Brian Cashman can sit there and say, oh, cheated. We didn't. He, nobody is happier that they didn't make the World Series that year than Brian Cashman because he would have never been able to get rid of Joe Girardi after a World Series appearance with that team. Would have yeah, never been all, able to do it. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. Oh. Unfortunately, uh, you know, as much as the players may like Aaron Boone, I don't like Aaron Boone as a manager. I don't okay? like him at all. So I mean I understand your Ryan I mean it's yeah. a, it's an excellent argument man like I that's you know it, it's what this show is it's like the compelling thought provoking arguments that are being brought to the forefront here and uh, unfortunately for me it, it's a dump man I wanted Aaron there's nothing more than I wanted than Aaron Boone to work out it is not working out okay there's ways that Aaron Boone can be a cuck puppet and still would have wanted puppet. me. <laughs> What? I think I feel like that was a new phrase you just coined there. Cuck puppet. puppet. It's a cuck puck. He's a cuck puppet. <laughs> he was the puppet. He was he's the cuck. Now he's the cuck puppet. Yeah, he could have been that and still warranted him keeping his job. And he's just not it's just not happened. So it I mean I wanna I wanna read because this comment just frustrates me, right? Who dumps in a keep? It's fucking funny. This motherfucker says that I'm so emotional. How is New York so big for Otani? He he didn't want to come here. Yeah, there's he literal evidence. Come man. Here. Literal evidence. Does Dude, your family I, I, sleep? They can't hear me. Look, really? Look, I appreciate the fact that you're watching along here and you're 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 part of the show. And maybe I shouldn't have called you an MFR, but dude, he didn't want to come here, bro. He literally, Brian Cashman would have sold his grandmother. He would have human trafficked his grandmother to get Shohei Otani here. Shohei Otani did not even return Brian Cashman's phone call. Why am I the only one that, why am I the only one that knows this? Why doesn't anybody get, whenever Shohei Otani is brought up, why doesn't this bother anybody? Like it bothers me. Maybe, maybe it bothers me, but I'll take him now. I already had Tommy pack. John twice. What do you think this guy's going to be here? Dude, Ooh, now, now you're really Tommy. some. Did someone say two Tommy John? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. This is what we talked about with Yamamoto. The Yankees, you're oh, talking about the money, right? About about uh, the Yankees are going to make 50% back from, from merchandising and, and marketing with Otani. You don't think that they're going to do that with Yamamoto, the money? Those games are going to be live broadcast in Japan every night. The same mm-hmm. thing happened every- when Matsui was here. The same thing happened when Tank was here. 
So you can't use, you can't make one argument saying, oh, money bad, Yamamoto, money good for Otani. It's the same thing. Listen, I don't know if you're getting ready to cap the show, but if you are, can you just let me know? Because I have to read a comment that I just, I think it just caps. It's just such a great comment. I don't know if you knocked a screw loose in Hirsch's head when you threw the bobblehead at him. <laughs> it was but this is just <laughs> said Yankees have more dumps than Caputo after a Chinese buffet dinner. Who who's Caputo? Caputo's uh the one who's always in the chat that's fucking going crazy. Oh shit. <laughs> and yes, my friend, it does <laughs> the, the WBC. Are you serious? You're saying nothing gets bigger than that? It's a glorified exhibition. As much fun as it was this past year and as exciting as it was, it's a glorified exhibition. That's funny. You can't compare that to coming to the Yankees and trying to beat the Astros in game seven. Come on. Oh. Look, Shohei Otani is a one-of-a-kind talent, right? Nobody's taking I, – I have never come on here and told you that Shohei Otani sucks – He's not good at baseball. He's not a generate. We'll never see another Shohei Otani in our lifetime. I don't want to see him as a Yankee, though. I'm I'm telling you that right now. I'm not going to ever back off of that. That shit stung me to my fucking core as a fan. That he did not want to even meet with the Yankees. He had rules. This motherfucker had more rules than Jigsaw did, okay? Than Jabba? More rules than Jabba. He didn't want to come here. Oh, I have shit, to play man. on the West Coast. I can't go to a team with a Japanese superstar. I can't do this. Blah, 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 blah. He went to the most nondescript fucking place on earth, Anaheim, California. Okay? Hmm. Just so he could give you the illusion that he wanted the big market. He didn't want the big market, guys. Or he would have come here. He would have went to the Dodgers. He would have went somewhere where the lights really would have shone on, shined on him. You want to also know why I don't like Shohei Otani for the Yankees? You want to know? Do you guys remember this? His rookie year. What? When he came to New York, and he was scheduled to pitch against Masahiro Tanaka, and he wouldn't do it. Yeah, right. They skipped him, right? Load management. All of a sudden, this guy had load management against Masahiro Tanaka. You want the big moment in Yankee Stadium against the biggest, one of the biggest Japanese pitchers ever, and you had load management? Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. Oh, yeah. forgot about I'm that. S- so, yes, I will never tell you that show, Otani. Doesn't have all the talent in the world. One of a kind talent. Not a Yankee. Not for the Yankees. Sorry. Anyway, how did we get on Shohei Otani? That one guy that was tweeting you Uh, or something. Keep him, dump him, Shohei Otani. He's not even a Yankee. Dump. Dump. <laughs> but next week, uh, uh, everybody, part one of the uh, of the keep them dumpums. We did Aaron Boone already. We're gonna we're gonna cycle through most of the All roster, right. and uh, and uh, <laughs> 
Brian Cashman as well over the course of the next two weeks. So we hope you join us. Follow us on Twitter at NYYSC underscore podcast. As in the coming days, we're going to start running the polls so you can be part of it. And uh, if you're still here in the chat, we want to thank you uh, for joining us tonight. We appreciate every one of you, even if I call you a motherfucker. I still appreciate you guys <laughs> being here and listening uh, and, and and joining us and, and being a part of the show. Definitely. Well, always appreciate you, even if you if you get my blood point. I'm 40 now. Don't get my fucking blood pressure. Yeah, up you got to watch that shit, bro. All right. Um, so uh, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYYST and NYY Underground. Please like and subscribe on NYY Underground and leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you very much for listening and watching episode 353 SGR. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Ooh. Can't make a promise, but I do my best. 25 sitting on 25 racks. Just got started, no, we ain't done yet. Bought a new crib, that's a goddamn flex. Goddamn flex. Sign that check. Told him last year that I've been up next. Can't take calls, but I send that text. From way downtown.